The Whole Ass, a podcast by millennial parents just working through how to give every moment their all. While you listen, nothing is off limits. The Whole Ass, use it or lose it. Welcome back to The Whole Ass Podcast. You're here with your hosts, Ava and Philip, and we are starting a short form series about race. We get a lot of questions about it. People really want to know about it, and there are things that speak to us in the moment that we want to be able to share. So, hope you enjoy, and let us know your thoughts. So, this one, this one's hard for me. Uh, I mean, race is always I difficult. Say that. I think it's always hard, but yeah. <clears throat> I think that we're able to push off things that happen in this country or to black people very easily because it doesn't affect us immediately. And that's even as a black man in the country who has a lot of stuff that affects him. Mm -hmm. If it's not right here in my face, it's not something that I'm like, okay, I have to stand up and pay attention and do something. And we can fall into a, and it's not a passive role, but it's more of a less active place of doing marches or posting on social media or having conversations. But recently something essentially rang the front doorbell for me. And it's very difficult because I'll just dive into what it is. Yeah. A friend of mine shared with me an experience that happened to their child. They were, they're an athlete at a university and they're of mixed race background. They, the child has been conditioned how to function around police officers in this country, which is number one, a terrible thing to have to do, but Mm -hmm is a necessity of the place that we live. They were pulled over, traffic stop, went in a direction that was not necessary. Essentially, instead of hands on the steering wheel, can I reach for my license? Yes, no, Mr. and Mrs. Officer, I understand, whatever compliance. The person asked, why are you pulling me over? Right, And, it's, and think about that in the mind of somebody who's 20, that has been focused their whole life on not offending the police office police officers mm-hmm. gets pulled over hasn't done anything wrong and has to like just has that moment where you're like you know what fuck it like that moment we had where we're like i'm not going to class you know i don't want to <laughs> that moment every white woman has <laughs> like yeah. sorry i feel very brazen to say whatever i want when I get pulled over by the police. Yeah. Or did when I was 20. Yeah. And you just want to have that moment where you just let out your emotions, but it could be so detrimental. And in this instance, it went down a path that was very negative. Police officers didn't like it. It was in a rural place in the South. Seven police officers were involved in this traffic stop almost immediately, never given a reason for why he was uh, being pulled over, forced to get out of the car. I would say inappropriately touched is putting it lightly by the police officers um all because he asked why he was getting pulled over right that question that stings there and it's not fair because he also ended up getting arrested booked into prison spending the night in jail this is after the team that he was playing on had just won the biggest game of their career mm-hmm. okay so just driving people home at eleven thirty, just doing regular things no paraphernalia in the car no Alcohol in the breath, no drugs anywhere. And 
goes through this, right? Yeah. Completely mistreated by the police. Now, the person that I'm speaking to about this, whose child it is, Mm -hmm. has police in the family. They helped create this environment of successful police stops with the children in question. Even with all of that, this goes terribly south, right? The mom wakes up to a phone call from the the child's father about that child being in jail, right? Wakes up to it. it happens that this all goes between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. I can't imagine what that's like to wake up to that, knowing that my mixed-race son has in the rural South has been arrested mm-hmm. and is now in jail. So many things going through my mind about what that could possibly mean. Now, the problem that we get to is we've been conditioned. The child gets out of jail. He still hasn't done anything wrong. The reason for the stop was disobeying a traffic signal, which is akin to going into a gas station. Like you're trying to make a a right turn at a stop sign or a right turn at a red light. And instead of pulling up, stopping and making the right turn, you go into a gas station to make the right turn out of there. So you never have to stop. Right. That's the whole mm-hmm. traffic violation. The coach of the team, white man, makes a deal with the police off police department because he knows the people at the police department. They allow him to leave and just to be disciplined by the team. Keep in mind, he has to be disciplined for something that he still hasn't done wrong. He still has not done anything wrong at all. He has to go through this discipline and know that he bears this weight of everything that happened is terrible and I feel wronged. However, if he brings it up and if records are searched for, it taints his name. It taints everything that's going on in the area that he got pulled over. It taints the team that he's playing on. It taints all of these things. And he has aspirations to go to the national version of the sport that he's playing. So it's going to follow him everywhere. What do you do? What do you do? And as a parent who's looking back at that, you also know, do I sacrifice my child's feelings, my Mm -hmm. child's righteousness so that they have a better shot at the future? Or do I stand up for the wrongs that are happening right now to my child that have happened at my front door? I am speaking about this here because the people who are in question, they deserve the chance to do whatever they want, which is why I'm keeping it very anonymous. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what the fuck I would do. And this pisses me off to no end. And I'm a part of a system that incredibly fucked my family because of this exact same thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. When we were growing up, there was racism in our school system that existed. And if you're listening to this and you know me and you didn't know this happened, I'm sorry to have to shed this light on you, but there was a lot of fucking rampant racism where I grew up in Cobb County, Georgia. Okay. And our school that we were in was not addressing it. My, A perfect example is every person of color in my second grade class was recommended for special needs. Sorry, my first grade class was recommended for special needs because of learning disabilities. Blanket, every person of color and one white kid. They all got accepted into that special needs program except for me. My parents came in. I very vividly remember them cussing out the teacher and pulling me out of the class. It was kindergarten, not first grade. Second grade, I went into uh, the gifted and talented program, right? I was diagnosed, I was blanket diagnosed with all these other black and brown kids for something that wasn't true, okay? Because of what happened in that scenario, because of my parents sticking up for us, the business that they owned was blackballed by the rest of the county. They ended up suing the school system for racism. Their business got blackballed. The business had to get shut down. 
we then became very, you know, poor. There's no other way around it. And it's a direct reflection on trying to stick up for your rights and the punishment that happens. And, I mean, if you watch a lot of black true stories, uh, 12 Years a Slave comes to mind, right? As somebody who got tricked into something and then it cost them a great deal because they're black. That shit happens every day. It's happening right now. And this is an example. But what the fuck do you do? Do you say the greater good is the future of my child or the greater good is right now because I want to change it for other children who are like this? And then what does that do to your child? The person I was talking to was having a fucking breakdown about how this happened. It made me cry because I know what Knox looks like. I know what Miles looks like. I know that Knox is going to be huge. He's going to face this. Yeah. And what are we going to do? You always have to give up your soul to be able to say, okay, I didn't get arrested. I didn't get shot. I didn't go to jail. But I, a part of me died when I did that, right? Like, a part of me getting pulled over as a grown man, putting my hands on the steering wheel and bowing to an officer dies every time that happens. Yeah. And it's humiliating and embarrassing. And then you think about what your forefathers actually had to go through. It's a terrible, terrible thought. So I just want to bring that up. That shit's happening right now. People are suffering with this right now. And we still aren't doing enough about it. I often think about the first time something happens to Knox. And this crazy-ass white woman comes in to scream at all of them. And them not expecting it. Because because they don't know. Because... Right now, everyone knows us in the small bubble they live in, but they're about to go into a bigger bubble and then a bigger bubble. And people at the high school that they're going to go to aren't going to know me, maybe, or know the situation or whatever. But I think about that as like me coming in like a bat out of hell. And it might not be the right answer, but that's how I would, that's how I think I would react. But I get to. And I think a lot about that and like some other recent stories I've heard. Um, and I don't think black mothers get to react that way because then they get labeled like i can make a joke about being a crazy white woman you you can't you you don't want to be labeled a crazy black woman it's true and it's you like you don't want to be labeled but, a strong but, black but woman we're, crazy black woman but we're the same we're one and the same we're both moms fucking pissed off yeah and so it's like that's that's my privilege is that i am gonna get to go in there and probably get my kids out of situations that other mothers wouldn't be able to and i don't know I have so much anger around it. And I think to myself, um, yeah, I mean, I think in the moment you want to, like, validate the situation. I think as a society, though, it's it's the answer, but is it going to happen, is the long game. What do you do in this situation? You find out that Knox is in prison. He got inappropriately touched by the police. I'm telling you, I would go down there and I would be a lunatic at the police station. Just not doesn't matter that he's going to try and play professional sports and he has a good shot at it that it's going to take no his, it does matter but what but you but that's your decision scorch earth i'm I, i'm yeah. i'm being serious my my parents were scorched earth I know. parents i know and there's a high cost in it yeah what do i do i don't know and this is what fucks me up is i don't honestly know what i would do i would be a karen in this situation i would escalate i would go there and then i would be like who is the next person i can talk to Okay. And who is the next person? Now, let me back you up here a second. What do you do to Knox when you find out he asked the police officer this question? I mean, I think that's what I was going to say is I think we would talk about it. I mean, but I would tell him he wasn't he wasn't wrong. He just doesn't get to do that. And it sucks. But how do you prevent him, I guess, for the next time it happens? Like, what is the lesson that you teach him 
when you go over it with him? Are you saying, hey. Your future is more important than this moment. But is it? I think for him it is. For self-preservation, for his future, it is. For my future. <laughs> I would burn it to the ground. But if you burn it to the ground, you're burning his I future know. to the ground. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I would say. I, and that's the conversations that we're going to start having with our kids is like, you don't get to do that. Yeah. You She's, don't get to, but other people do, and it's not fair. And I mean, we have, have that work. now. Well, right? yeah, but, but not, not as on much. This, not to this yeah. extent, but it, yeah. the shitty thing is I watched the parent go through yeah. these exact questions. What do I do to protect my child? They didn't. They asked a question they're within their rights to ask. Yeah. But I have to tell them they can't do it. Yeah. You cannot be a fully participating citizen in this yeah. country in the bad ways, right? Yeah. Like, like you have to As show up. As a person who has feelings and emotions. You have to show up. You have to out-earn. You have to out-learn. You have to out-work. Yeah. But you can't have all your rights when you get stopped And you're not going to get paid as much. Exactly. When you do out-work and out. You have to do 138% to get 80%. Yeah. What the fuck is this place? And... You built the whole cu- the whole country. Like, yeah, like your 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 ancestors. Your yeah. Your disadvantage is the gift that's returned for mistreating you for hundreds of years. Here is your gift for doing all this shit that these people get yeah. to benefit from. You get to get continually fucked for the rest of your for the immediate yeah. future and forever. And everybody, everybody, people say to me, at least it's better than it was. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes me want to pull off somebody's balls more than that fucking statement, okay? Because you know who doesn't say that? Black people to other black people. Yeah. Like, hey, bro, at least shit's better than it was yesterday. Yeah. No. We don't fucking say that because we go through life and life is still fucked up. Yeah. In the beginning when you were talking, you were talking about how stuff happens, but then you kind of just have to keep going or maybe it doesn't – it's not happening to you. Yeah, it's so not you here. Have... It's not on my doorstep. Yeah. And recently, I don't know, the last month, and then it's gone. It's like a fleeting, it's a fleeting anger thought that's mm-hmm. gone away. Is why do we as a family, you, me, Knox, and Miles, live in this country? Like, I have the means to move out of this country. Yeah. I, I don't really know where I want to go, and nor do I want to move away from my friends and family. But as a mother, your instinct is to protect your child. And as my mixed race children grow up, I am starting to see more things that they shouldn't have to deal with. That's going to put them in an unsafe environment. Mm -hmm. So if I am like a mother and I want to protect my child, my instinct is to say, why do we live in a country where traffic stops like this are going to happen? I'm not denying that there isn't like race racism in every country, but is there the guns? Is there the police brutality? Is there the traffic stop and you can't have ask a question? You know, should they grow up in an environment that is more with people of their own skin color? Because to me, I'm an adult. I could grow up in any I could I could move to any society of what whatever color of the skin people are. But what does it mean to my kids to grow up in a community of people of color to not get to not be worried about my kid walking around our own neighborhood mm-hmm. when he's older in like a hoodie. 
Yeah, I mean, I worry about that in this like, neighborhood. Yeah. Even though it's a like, good neighborhood. Yeah, we, a lot of white, a lot if of white I, people. If, and this is what I learned from my father and mother. If you want to get the benefit of the doubt in all the situations, people have to know who you are ahead of time. Yeah. They have to know that your personality is larger than life, which is plays into my personality right now. They have to know that you're present. I'm on the pool chair board, right? And this is subconscious stuff that I'm analyzing that I've done to put myself front and center. Yeah. They have to know that you're not a threat. They have to know all of these things before they'll give your child the benefit of the doubt. So when it comes time for Knox to go to school yeah. or it comes time for him to play sports or whatever, I know that I have to show up and be present ahead of time. You are the Secret Service team before the president yeah. arrives, scoping the area and making sure it's safe. And you're doing you're putting down all of these things to mitigate threats just so your child can succeed. Now, couple that. With the fact that you also are perceived as a threat all the time. Yeah. Right? So you have to go into this situation, prove that your child is not a threat so that they get the best experience, all while you prove that you're not a threat, all while being like, well, I want to fucking be a threat because I'm just a person. I just want to yeah. be me. And I'm annoyed and angry that I have to do this. But that's the everyday. Also, you know that's who people... the everyday for a black person in yeah. America. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know what I would do. I would want to scorch the earth for my child. Mm -hmm. I, I have no idea. I, I couldn't even offer, like, a mm -hmm. here's what I would have done in the situation. Not that it would have been the right time, but I honestly don't know yeah. what I would have done. Yeah. So, terrible shit that we have to deal with. So, if you're out there wondering, hmm, are things getting better? No. They're not. But we can help by talking about it, I think. Oh, yes. And Go that's on. what I wanted to say. I do strongly feel that it's a long game for people of color and, and women. So if more people of color could get into government and women and people could start owning businesses, people of color and women start owning businesses, start moving into places where decisions are made, it will get better it's not going to be perfect. And that's why I do think it is like the long game with that. And so it's like if you think you at all could run for something or sit on some board and you're a white person or a white woman or a white man and you are not racist and you are not doing anything like sitting on your HOA or whatever, do like do it. We are we are the adults now. Yeah. Like we're about to get handed the torch, the torch. Like yeah. And we can do better as if we're sitting in those places where decisions are getting made or where things are coming up and we're making, you know, the call, the final call on situations. Yeah. So that's what I think about. And I talked to Philip about it and I want him to, like, run for local Congress. But it's not that it's not that easy. And it involves money, which is why a lot of white old men are in Congress. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that is the is the long game. And Philip always says about women that we could. Oh, that run you're the smarter than us, and it doesn't make sense <laughs> that we are like. So well, let's all have me. a meeting. If the women, if the women of the world could get on a Zoom call, Look, we could. I'm not even going to be bashful it. about it. Women are smarter than men. I don't know why you guys are not in control of everything. It'd be a better place if you were too. Like, yeah. Can we get some of you to take control of this shit? Because it's kind yeah. of a shit show. Yeah. All the time. 
anyway, this is um, this is our first series in race. This is a real topic that struck home. So if you're wondering what you can do, please get involved. Say something. Talk to people who look like you about what's going on. That's where we got to start. And then, like Ava was saying, run for office. If you're a good person, run for office. If you're a shitty person, stop <laughs> listening. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what I got to say. And I, I just can't i still it baffles me that this happens so um the next time that you're driving around and you see a police officer behind you and you think nothing about it just know that there are people who look like me who see a police officer about behind them and think am i gonna have to sacrifice the person i am to get home to my family that's a real thought that crosses my mind every time i see a cop so anyway that's enough of the positive stuff. We <laughs> hope that you guys uh, are enjoying the podcast and enjoy this shorter series. If you have a race topic you'd like to talk about, shoot it our way, the whole last podcast at gmail.com, and we will tackle it here. We love you. Stay safe and have a great day. Bye. That's it. Thanks for listening to the whole ass podcast. We love that you are part of the whole A family. If you are enjoying the podcast, please like, subscribe, give us a five star rating, and share with your friends. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us right now. If you have topic suggestions or want to let us know how you are using your whole ass, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at thewholeasspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time.